So before the show begins, should we tell people we're going to move bi-weekly for a few? Because, like, we're both just like, after 2020, boy, we need a break. We just need a break, so we're going to go after... I, I hate, like, after abandoning our boys and girls and non-binary individuals, just coming back and be like, also, by the way, bi-weekly. Yeah, peep. Sorry, we're going bi-weekly now. So, uh, you could uh Have you seen what's happening in the world? <laughs> world. Listen, today was a good day. <laughs> you can't take that away from me. Whoa, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time. It's time. It's time. For a load, and I am talking about a load, a load of BS, the greatest show on the planet, featuring the two best damn men of all time, and I'm talking about he, the B, to the L-A-K-E, that's right, it's Blake Tanner! Scotty, we're free. It's the S, Scotty Moore, and we're free. It's like an orange malaise has lifted off my eyes. (laughs) Someone opened the door and the horse left the hospital. There was a horse loose in the hospital, and he's not anymore. <laughs> uh, it, it, uh, thinking about today, like, recording our show is... Because I think we did something during the last inauguration for president, because we were depressed, and we wanted to make things funny. And the only way that we do comedy is by taking horrible things and then shoving them through an absurdity filter. And today, I just want to say, I ain't got shit. It was just good. Well, I actually do want to do something, because, like, obviously, today was great. It was the inauguration. But as many people have said, there's still work to be done. We still have to keep fighting. We still have to keep pushing for reform. And today, Blake, I want to get to the bottom of one of the biggest atrocities committed during 2020, in my opinion. Oh, God. And that's Big Desk. That's the, the, that's the problem with Big Desk. Watching your, that's why you were watching that fucking desk video again, huh? So, wh- well, no, I sent it to you and told you, bud, we're talking about this on the show. I don't give a damn. We'll make a movie out of it. We'll, this is our time. It was ti- six weeks ago. I forgot. This is our Tiger King. <laughs> that's what this is. <laughs> oh, speaking of. Did you see the picture of Joe Exotic's limo parked outside the prison that he's at, waiting for a pardon from Trump that never came? Yeah, oh, he's a great, great, stupid man. But, um, I was up late one night, and I may have enjoyed- Were you working in your lab? I was working in my lab on a standing desk one night, when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. No, uh, I might have been, uh- imbibing in some substances that night and you know when you get to that level where you're just so fucking high you'll watch the commercials during youtube videos yep i did that and like have you had this thing happen on youtube where you get a ad and it's literally like an hour long Oh, yeah, like, it's a fucking... I, I've even seen pilots for shows being, like, yeah. shown as YouTube ads oh, and shit like that. What what I think is clever and also real shitty is a lot of people will advertise on kids' programming. 
like for like babies because they know a parent will just turn on the show, leave the baby alone and leave the room. And then when you return, they're in the middle of a 50 minute episode of like the the latest CBS drama. And you're like, OK, I don't know how this happened, but OK. Are you ready for Law and Order Baby Court? Are you ready for Law and Order Rugrat Edition? Chucky, what did you do? I shot Reptar. Anyway. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I was sitting there watching a video, probably Dank Pods, I'm not going to lie, and an ad came up, and it was the most bizarre, absurdist thing, and all I saw was a white screen, and it said, Greg Knighton started BTOD. After his company struggled, he flooded the market with fake reviews on competing products. And that was enough for me in that moment to go, all right, I'm in. And there's a picture of Greg Knighton, who actually runs a fairly successful YouTube channel called BTOD, which is about reviewing standing desks. But as they only standing desks, only the standing desks, there is drama in the furniture world. So uh, hold on. He's like he's like Linus desk tips. Yes, exactly. Um, this resulted in two federal lawsuits and Fuck. and some comedy gold. And I was sitting there like, OK, they're going to take this man's deposition and make it funny, I guess. And I was thinking that it would be ridiculous. But it's kind of just a guy discussing his work at BTOD. But then they start putting, like, ominous carnival music over the top of it. Why? <laughs> it's like a fucking... What's that show, Ghost Adventures? Yeah. Where everything's so fucking fake until you add the creepy music? Yeah, exactly. Knighton reviewed his own desk and rated it number one. Well, no fucking shit, Sherlock. It's his desk. He's making money off of it. Surely he at least leveled the competing products that he tested. And then he said, nah, I don't level my products. I put them on the floor where desks go and then i test them what yeah what is leveling in the standing desk world because i know nothing about standing desks i assume there's like those little nubbins underneath it that you can like unscrew and screw back in and it makes it level and what's great is i watched this video and thought well this is silly but it's okay it's badly edited as well it what the fuck is this I for oh god I forgot about this oh god it's common sense to level a desk before testing stability or it will rock like an uneven table and then it shows a man dressed as a mime helping someone level a desk <laughs> I mean that's a funny thing because you're treating a desk like it's not a type of table yeah because it's like, a, a, an unlevel desk is like an unlevel table. They're not almost the same thing. What are you, mad? <laughs> Bifma is the authority on furniture testing. Bifma's <laughs> What's that acronym? 
Biff Muts? Biff my nuts. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I just got my latest review in from the Biffma board. They called me a butthead. <laughs> Ligma? Lig my nuts, little bitch. <laughs> lig, lig, lig my balls. <laughs> uh, Biffma standards require products tested be placed on a level platform and leveled. You know, if it's on a level platform, I would assume it does not need to be leveled. It, mm-hmm. Wait, how do you level something on a level platform? Don't do what sh- are you? Don't fuck it up. Don't do anything. <laughs> uh, Knighton falsely claims... Okay, now it's on to the boring shit. Let's see. Is it playing the bad carnival music yet? There it oh. is. Yeah. Oh, there's a carnival... Oh, I hear it. It's real bad. <laughs> it's real bad. I forgot you could hear it. Um. So, yeah, that was something, and I said... That was weird. We could talk about that on BS and just have a fun time. And then I did go down the rabbit hole because I went into the comments trying to see what other... Because, like, this was an ad. This was sent out to a lot of people. So I was sitting there like, surely this comment section is going to be gold. Uh, six comments. <laughs> it has okay. 500,000 views. What's that like-dislike ratio? Oh, well, not sh- does it not show ratios anymore? Oh, I think you can choose to hide those. Ah, yeah. So he's a coward. Uh, yeah. Um, why would he intentionally set out to disparage only your product? I'm currently shopping for a desk and have subsequently watched many of his videos, and the ones I've watched, he seems reasonably unbiased. He's not just disparaging our product. Fuck you. There are many others. Here's another source not affiliated with us. This company was also targeted by BTOD. As he pointed out in this article, Knighton targets the top-selling brands. Got it, read it, damning article they wrote about him, but I guess if that's what he's doing, he deserves the resultant legal actions. And then... This is gonna get reasonably racist very quickly. Oh, dear. But... X-Desk, who is the people who called out Greg Knighton with BTOD, did make a very shitty website called BTOD Exposed, and we're gonna get into how bad that is, but before that, we do need to shame this user, who did call it the most hilariously Jewish thing I've read in a very long time. And I want you to know that when I tried to go to the X-Desk site, my malware stopped it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. Uh, So then I watched a second video, and this is on, this one's even darker, because the first one was like, huh, Greg Knighton's a goofball, he fucked up. This one's just full on, like, Greg Knighton tried to fucking send some false messages about our product out into the world. Greg Knighton can eat my whole butt crack. Like, it's that shit. And during it, they talk about shit like, well, when he's pushing on our desks, he uses his palms, but when he's pushing on this desk, he uses his fingers. He sold 3,000 of his desks at $700, which means he's definitely made $2 million. And I'm like, bud, 
Wait, that's not how math works. That's not. Well, I mean, yeah, it is, but that's also not taking into account the fact that desks cost money to make. So they good cost work. money to make. Also, depending on the state you're in, you might have to pay uh, sales tax. He's not. That's not how much money you bring in. And then they bring up a fact that I'll be honest, kind of applies to most review YouTubers, and it says. He never received formal training on reviewing these desks. He never graduated from college. He's never manufactured a real standing desk product at BTOD. Like, does nobody understand that YouTube reviewers are all, like, opinion-based? And then the most damning evidence they bring against this poor man. He used to deliver for Pizza Hut. What's wrong with Pizza Hut? What's fucking wrong with being a delivery person to make ends meet, you pieces of shit? Yeah, dude, you don't know how hard those people work. Trust me. Like, that's very difficult. Fuck you. I may have tangential experience with people in delivery driver roles every day, and it's not fun. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. So they call him out for that. They make this poor man give a deposition about everything else. While BTOD was busy bashing everyone else, they left the closet door open and a pile of skeletons fell out. Okay. I, at, at first, I was like thinking, oh, this guy has pulled some shit. But now I'm like, fuck this other company trying to ruin this man's life. At one point during the video, they're like, Robots analyzed multiple videos of lying reviewers, and they found that people, when they lie, talk with their hands. And I'm like, fucking, that's every YouTuber, because it's a visual medium, so you have to move around a lot. And that's also me when I'm drunk. I don't know what the problem is. People also use trust words to convince others of their integrity, saying things like, to be honest, help, with great certainty, with all truthfulness. I'm sitting here like, yeah, but those are also just normal words, like that you are not using actual tactics people use when they're lying. Yeah, that's just things people say, though, like... How how do you quantify if somebody's saying this one phrase is them lying or not? See, this is why it's a Tiger King situation, because, like, I think Greg Knighton's our Joe Exotic, because he's fun and charismatic, but also you can tell he's doing fucked up shit, probably, to sell his own shit. But this company's Carol Baskins. I can guarantee these motherfuckers got a body under something somewhere. I can guarantee it. So what you're positing is that this is a massive act of projection onto this one person because he reviewed their desk bag. It's not just them. This is from the New York Times, the wire cutter, which I assume is their tech analyst website. A company called NextDesk recently posted a comment on our site about our alleged lack of transparency and published a post on its own site titled Wirecutter's Standing Desk Review Pay-to-Play Strategy. 
In it, they claim that the wire cutter picked Next Desk as an editorial recommendation, but later downgraded it after they declined to set up an affiliate revenue agreement. We want to be clear. They fucking lied. Like, holy shit. Yeah, so X-Desk right here is just trying this tactic with everybody. Yeah, it's going after everybody. But I will say this, their case against BTOD has already been dropped. It was very quickly fucking dropped. I was about to say, even in this world that we live in, that's one of those things that a a judge would look at, shake their head slightly, and literally just light it on fire. I I feel for RL in their comments, because they made a response to the post the btod exposed post where they're just like hey um actually your product's fucking shit i'ma level it i'ma do everything and you can sugma what sugma you ask sugma dick little bitch <laughs> like oof, oof, <laughs> sugma dick ooh, but ooh. i love rl who said you guys spanked x desk i didn't know there was spicy officer office furniture drama Apparently there is. This is the weirdest fucking thing. I didn't know if you man if humanity can find drama in any place, they will create it. Like if there is drama to be had, we'll just make it happen. And I understand, like maybe BTOD does some sketchy shit, but at least their videos look good. And I know that's not a good indicator of character in these situations, but like. <laughs> fucking the one x desk posted they were like what's that font times new roman who elegant let's use that on everything it's very good hey hey guys i found this great font it's called comic sans comic sans <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is gonna be our shit from now on somebody brought up the fact that btod may be being biased And someone said, my take on it is they have ulterior motives. Obviously, they created their blog to promote sales of their in-house brand, Desk. That being said, I'm of the opinion that if you read the reviews with a grain of salt, they go into a great level of detail, which explains a lot of engineering elements that you normally wouldn't see. Like, it's just X-Desk being some bullshitters, because they went over this guy, they went after Wirecutter. They went after a lot of people. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, because the original guy, like, that was doing the reviews sounds like his videos do actually go into how a standing desk operates and, like, what the mechanics are and what what makes a good standing desk. I don't know what makes a good standing desk, because to me, all standing desks are bad. Uh, yeah, because you have to stand. Like, yeah, I, I did it for a year and it was the worst. I mean, it's pretty good. Like, I'm watching the video now. He's sitting on it to show that it can. he can sit on a desk. There's one where he's leveling it because he's just, that's the ultimate. Fuck you! Showing if it can be shaken. Like, he, he's really going into detail. He does look like a human version of Chippendale Rescue Rangers, but other than that, it's fine. Now, hold on. Did 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 he make sweet love to the desk? Because that's the only way that you know that a desk is right for you. Well, that's if it why it wants to make sweet love with you. That's why it moves up and down. It can attain multiple levels. 
of penetration or, or to penetrate someone else as it goes up. So how are we going to make this feasible as a documentary? Because it was juicy for 20 minutes, but Tiger King was eight hours of nonstop drama. So I feel like we do need to introduce some additional characters. I kind of like keeping X-Desk, though, as the villain? Well, not as the villain, but as like a as a claw from Inspector Gadget type. We don't know who's really behind X-Desk. <laughs> now, hold, we could alternatively, you know the script for that Joker movie what had the Joaquin Phoenix in it? Yeah. We could just take that script and instead of the Joker, we make it X-Desk. <laughs> now, we've done the Janker before. We've done the janker a lot, so I don't like that. Like, remember, Blake, this is documentary. This is not a movie. This isn't fictional. We have to discuss the real life of these people, which we're about to physically change, like the animator did to Daffy Duck in that one cartoon. I'm watching a BTOD episode, and what's that? Oh, I'm painting a heroin-addicted son right next to this guy, and he's gonna be a fan favorite in this in this shit. Hey, guys, I'm, I'm Sunderman. I'm heroin son. I'm the son that's addicted to heroin. How you doing? Thank you for giving me this character, by the way. Thank you for giving me this time and giving me this time to speak my beliefs. Okay, so the end of every Tiger King episode has an escalation that makes you think, surely you can't go farther than that. So I think what we just discussed is episode one. What we just discussed can be stretched out into episode one. We could have the deposition. We could have a, ooh, I like this idea. The X-Desk sends a representative. And it's just like a very well-suited woman. And she tells all the X-Desk. And it's Carol Baskins. No, no, because it's, it's like conventionally attractive, tied up blonde hair. Think, um, shit, what's her name? Lady from Zoolander. Think her with like the pulled up hair, very prim, very proper, and she's there to defend the heinous actions of X Desk. And I actually like this idea. Halfway through the series, she defects. She defects away from X Desk. Now, hold on. Are you going to have one of those like moments where they obviously produce this one to where she rips out like the tie in her hair no, and lets Jesus. it fall down. She rips out the tie in the hair, and the next scene is her on a jet ski in the ocean, but it's towing an X-Desk standing desk behind it, and it's getting eaten by sharks. It's like, this is how you make a strong woman in a movie, right? All right. So, what do we do at the end do we do a death yet because i have a death planned but do we uh, do it at the end of the first what was the twist at the end of episode one of tiger king tiger wasn't that the one where the guy got et by a tiger or was that later that had to have been later let's see because like literally every episode had a twist at it Oh, episode ends with a flash forward to the phone call from Grady County Jail. For all this sober, I'll shut everybody down. Joe Exotic warns. So it's really... That one... uh, So this one has to end with the twist, and the twist being 
someone's in jail. Okay. And I hate to say it, but I think it might be our good boy here at BTOD. Yes, I honestly that's how you would start out too because you put him in jail at the at the very beginning because he's the character that's going to be fighting the most adversity. Old BTOD right here. Now does he do a real crime? I feel like he has to, right? If we're Tiger Kinging this, we can Well, the thing is, I don't think that we can properly equate the housing and keeping of exotic animals to desk science. Yeah, desk science is a lot more intense. Exactly. However, I do think that we could show him, like, hatching up the plan to pump up his reviews a little bit. Although, like, at that point, it's just, like, a morally gray area. Like, not an actual crime. Second episode. We're going to dive into the vert desk, which, of course, is BTOD's desk. And in that one, we're going to reveal, and this is based off of the fact that apparently the iPod, the um, the Microsoft Zune was directly ripped off of a creative product. Oh, yeah. So I think the the vert desk is actually based off of a desk from an e- like a very low company. And I honestly think that the head of that company needs to be the fan favorite. He needs to be the one who's just like, yeah, I just said this to my fellow Minnesotans here. And I mean, I saw the vert disc getting popularity. And you know what? I'm just happy my design got out there. But I guess it is right. Wait, he made how much money? No, fuck you. No, you're shitting me. $21 million in one year? I don't think that's how math works, but all right. I I just don't I don't understand how that's possible. But then again, I'm just a heroin addicted son that no, makes no desks. no no. He's separate. He's a separate character. It's Tiger King. We got a whole cast going. We've got heroin addicted son. We've got small time standing desk creator who personally lathes all of his standing desks. <laughs> I, now I don't know how the lathe process works. This is. I guess this is our desk reviewer now. He's going to... I don't know how you lay this desk to a stand-in position, but I really like the wood grain finish. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit! What if there was a video, he reviewed that desk, and he discussed how much he loved it, and then they're just like, it's it it had striking similarities to this individual standing desk. Interestingly enough, the day they announced the vert desk, all videos reviewing that specific desk were taken down, including videos where it was merely mentioned in passing. But many reviewers do remember him discussing this specific desk. Ah, uh, yes, the Streisand effect in action. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So- Ooh. What if the twist, though, is it's not the Streisand effect, it's the Mandela effect. No. And those videos were never there. Uh, No, they definitely were, because it's Tiger King. Our two main characters both are shitty. One's just more charismatic than the other. I'm sorry, BTOD guy. You seem cool. X-Desk, you kind of deserve this. And I feel like in this one, X-Desk... What we discuss with them is them versus the New York Times. I think that's when they're like, we took out BTOD. Now it's time. Like, I think they released the news 
about the vert desk being ripped off. And then they're like, well, we took him out. Now it's time to move on to bigger prey. The New York Times. What else Times. can we do? Yeah, exactly. Where can we go next? Do- oh, so they try to strike it big. Taking down the media Times. Media empire. Stringing, they swing in at the king and they better not miss and they definitely fucking miss. Uh, their arms were too short to box with God. Yes, exactly. Um, also, maybe at this point, a relationship for our guy. I don't know where the wife that the heroin-addicted son came from is involved. Maybe she leaves. Maybe she was a gold digger. Maybe she was a gold digger and she just, like, wanted him for his money. And now that the money's no longer coming in because of this hit piece that X-Desk put out, she don't want to be with him anymore and he's left alone. Well, no, I kind of like that idea. Uh, Or maybe, like, they were never, like... Our poor heroin addicted son was born like out of wedlock when they were young and they were just starting in the desk game. Can it be a Karamo Brown situation where he didn't know he had a kid and then he grew up, found out also he's gay, Tiger King, and he grows up, realizes he's gay. It's very inspirational. And then... That's what I love about being in an LGBT, LGB, fuck, LBJ, a Lyndon B. Johnson space is the <laughs> Lyndon, fact that now- Lyndon Baines Johnson with his massive cock. Is <laughs> <laughs> the fact that now I'm like, yeah, sure, he's gay, whatever. Uh, he realizes that and then like he grows up and then he finds out that his high school sweetheart had a baby. And it's, and it's his. So he adopts it. The baby is heroin addicted. It's an adult baby now. It's no longer a normal baby. <laughs> My son, you were born and never you never grew an inch. You've been a baby for 37 years. Because <laughs> you just wouldn't stop doing heroin. I told you it stunt your growth. Don't worry, Dad. I might be in, in an infant body, but I have the full mental capacity of a 37-year-old man that's been addicted to heroin for 37 years. So basically a baby. I need you to change my diaper. All right. I feel like, is it... I, I feel like I've made it clear heroin son's dying, right? Like, heroin son's definitely dying at some point. Is it at the end of this one? Or is it at the end of episode three? And episode four, we focus on the lady representative for X-Desk, who's full-on just like, after seeing what they did to Heroin Son, I was upset, and I I can't work for them anymore. Yeah, I think episode three needs to really cover the rest of Heroin Son's arc. Yeah, um, especially now that his dad is in prison and there's nobody to take care no, of no, him. No, 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 no. He's not in prison yet. It's it's Tiger King. He don't do the thing that gets him in prison until the end. That was just a call forward to keep people watching to see what lands this guy in prison. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's just like heroin son is finally finally met his match. Yeah, yeah. In a cabin in Lower Minnesota. Oh shit. I love the lower Minnesota angle because then, A, it looks like an overdose, but also they don't know. I love that it's in Minnesota because now it's like, 
wait a minute, was it the guy who he stole the plans for the vert desk from? Or is it the ex-desk people? Yeah, so now there's actual controversy. There's mystery in it. That's what makes a good documentary. You can't answer all the questions. Exactly. So episode four is a lot about that, and then it's also about why the agent was forced to leave X-Desk because she couldn't trust them anymore. And maybe at that point... We also do need to have some goofy shit in there, though, by the way. We do need... Maybe we have a few employees of uh, X-Desk who got injured in a desking accident and lost their arm or something like that. Like, we gotta have some fun characters. I wouldn't mind, like, having a... uh like a a CEO, a cloaked CEO at X desk. That's somebody that you never see their face. Like they they won't let you see their face, and they ha- they make you modulate their voice. So anytime they're in the shot, you don't know who they are. Or he's just in a desk facing away, and all you see is his hand, and it's a metal claw claw, <laughs> yes. and he's got a cat in his lap. He does have a cat in his lap. <laughs> And as they start fucking, it's it's turning into the office at this point slowly. <laughs> just, but he just starts screaming one day. He doesn't know they're there and filming gadget. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you come in. Welcome, hello. I'm the standing desk man for you, right? I- yes. I love this idea that. All of the employees of X-Desk, with the exception of our agent, are forced to be in, like, in, in shadow with a voice modulator. You'd never see them. And then we learn why. Episode 5, episode 6, somewhere around there, a few days after being interviewed, Lady dies. Lady gets murdered. So now, oh no. Oh, and she's our badass character for the last two episodes. Oh, no, she's dead for the last two episodes, because we got, it's an eight-episode season. No, I meant the episodes before the one we're talking about now. Like, she she eventually takes our, think about it in a, a Game of Thrones sense. Yes, she's exactly. She's the point-of-view character at that point, and then she dies. That's fucking great. Oh. 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 End of episode five. She's just like, okay, I didn't want to tell you this, but I'll come back tomorrow. I'll have plenty of evidence against X-Desk. It's fine. And then the narrator, who I have to assume is the guy from um, fucking, not Inside Edition. Who's the guy Bill Hader does the killer impression of on SNL? Oh, um... One is just like, so I heard you, you you took a knife and you stabbed him. Must have been wild. It's that, <laughs> that guy like narrating... Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, it's Sean... It's Sean Connery. We brought him back for this. And he's just like... Well, she said she was going to bring us some information. But the only thing she brought us was murder. Hers. She's dead, you see. She's dead. I, I, I killed her. No, wait. I just wait. I just no, hit her I didn't do bit. shit. Hold on. Oopsie poopsies. <laughs> and I think, I think our BTOD guy goes into a pr- depression after the death of Heroin Son. No one knows who it is, and then finally, 
he gets a package in the mail and it's from an anonymous sender and in it is evidence that X-Desk did send an assassin to kill his son. I would love to have the assassin in this, which I think, what, there was an assassin on Joe Exotic, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, that was what, that was why he was arrested. He was accused of hiring someone to kill Carol Baskins, I think. Well, no, no, no. I mean, there was an actual guy who was interviewed, who I'm fairly sure admitted was like, yeah, I've killed people, but you can't prove it. So fuck you. Wait, hold on. Wasn't it that bald fuck? Um, apparently, according to this Mirror article I found that I was immediately stopped from reading because Adblock was on, um, the hitman hired by Tiger King star Joe Exotic to kill Carol Baskin hated the zoo owner so much he took the money and splashed it on drugs, alcohol, and women and had no, I had no intention to kill Carol Baskin. Yep. Hell yes. This this looks like a man who kills people. Um which is strange because he also looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin's brother. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, this guy's in there. He's on the show. So we could have an assassin on our show. And I don't so they hired an assassin to kill heroin son. Um there is a very good picture if you look this guy up, and it's just his face badly photoshopped onto the Joker. <laughs> I don't. How does Joe Exotic? I, I, I just don't know. Because apparently this guy worked with him a lot. So does that mean Joe hired him to kill other people? How does this fucking work? I need to watch Tiger King, I guess, a year after it was relevant. Did you never watch Tiger King? I watched a few episodes, but I never did the whole thing. Oh, I did, and it was a lot. It was a fucking lot. Like I said, it just keeps getting, the hole keeps getting wider and wider. And that is the one problem with our standing desk murder espionage series, is the fact that it's not exactly a fun environment to hang out in. Like, at least with going to Joe Exotic Zoo, they could be like, well... While we're talking about this murder and also the suicide that happened here, let's also discuss the fact that he sells old-ass wall- <laughs> he feeds old-ass Walmart meat to his tigers and also the people that come here. What? Hold on. Did you not know about that either? I, I don't remember it, but it doesn't surprise me. So he just, like, gets the same expired meat from Walmart, and it's like, all right, half to half to the tigers and half to the kitchen. Yeah, they go to the, like, they would sell them fucking pizzas and stuff like that. Like, there was more fun stuff with Joe Exotic. Neither of our characters are too viciously flamboyant, but I do like what happens next, which is where this guy from BTOD, Beardy Boy, does go full Assassin's Creed and invade X-Desk. <laughs> so is this what we're setting up why he was arrested? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, uh, he was definitely arrested. Um, oh, shit. What about this? Episode is all about him. This one's going to get more fictional, and I'm sorry that I can't stick to our documentary format. But it's all about him invading X-Desk 
and taking out employees, not killing them, but just like making sure they aren't going to tell anybody what's going on. Very end, they're interviewing Claw, and the door gets busted in. Who's that? It's BTOD guy. And now we have a Frost Nixon situation where BTOD guy sits across from the head of X desk and they are forced to discuss their shit outright and they reveal everything. BTOD's just like, yeah, sometimes our top laminates are made of balsa. Fuck you. Yes, we only send out the good versions to reviewers. Yes, this, yes, that. Like, he reveals everything. The ex-desk people reveal that their hit piece was a ruse, that all of their desks are also of poor quality. They keep... Okay. Yes. Now, I, I just want you to imagine this moment. As all of this is happening... The clock strikes 12. There's a calendar on the wall that says January 20th, 2021. All of this is going on. And as soon as the clock strikes 12, a giant mech suit crashes in. It's Mecha Joe Biden says, I'm the president now, bitches. I will not abide and arrests both of them. No, no. I think BTOT guy gets heated and assaults Claw. And is arrested for attempted manslaughter. He's arrested for attempted manslaughter because he does have a knife. Um, But if you do want to have a fun little meme from today, maybe in the corner, Bernie Sanders is sitting there looking really sad, wearing his (laughs) oven mitts. Maybe that's what it is. Look, he had a lot of shit to do that day. He's... He's the head of a whole committee, damn He's it. He's a busy, busy man. He didn't want to... He needed to keep his fingies warm in case he needed to text someone. Are you guys quite finished with this little discussion you have in here? I got a lot of shit to do today. I need to be in Washington in five minutes. Very inspirational speech, you centrist bastard. Anyways. I am once again asking for your support in getting my ass out of here. Quickly. Just This is a good speech, but really, let's just get to Garth Brooks. He's in the corner of the fucking room, and he's looking at the ex-desk guy, and he's looking at BTOD guy, and he's just like, Why don't you just sit down? It's perfectly easy to sit down at a desk. Why do you need to stand? Well, it improves circulation to your legs. Fuck my legs! I need circulation I in my hands. I steps a day. I need circulation in my hands. That's why I'm wearing these oven mitts. You don't understand how busy senators are. I am a very busy man. I want to know if there's anything deeper in this rabbit hole that we have not discussed yet. I don't know. I fucking... Greg Knighton, I'm sorry. Me. Greg Knighton doesn't deserve the heroin son and attempted manslaughter we gave him in this episode. Because when they asked him... Here, hold on. Here were some of the quotes. Like, they asked him questions. And on the X-Desk website, they were like, here are the highlights from his deposition. Have you ever received any type of training regarding material analysis? I have not. You haven't had scientific training about testing and testing protocols. Is that fair to say? Nah, bitch. Did you take any measurements when you were assessing the uh, stability of the Terra, which is the X-Desk desk? 
I did not. Did you level it? I do not level standing desk because that's a fucking insane thing to do. Normal people are just like, cool, I've got my standing desk. Yeet. There it is. Yeah, just throw it on the ground and it fucking works. That's the one thing that still gets me. This whole leveling bullshit. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a whole episode. That's a whole episode of the documentary has to be about leveling things. Like, there's got to be a man-on-the-street-style segment where we, they just sit down with a bunch of people. Do you level your desk? Oh, yeah, you got to level your desk. And it just leads to a national riot of desk levelers and non-desk levelers. That's why they invaded the Capitol earlier this month. Fuck. That was all the non-desk levelers. You motherfucker. <laughs> I level you my desk every time. Every single time I get a desk, I make sure it's leveled, or else it's just gonna make sure all of my condoms I don't use slip off onto the ground. Will you just shut up, man? <laughs> you don't work here anymore. Get the fuck out. Why are you still here? I'm <laughs> Biden walks into the Oval Office and there's an X desk there instead of the traditional desk. Oh, instead of the resolute desk, the big one that presidents have used for a hundred years. There's an X desk. Fucking standing desk. And as soon as he stands at it, he's like, "All right, I'll sign these executive order." This is level as he fuck. Stop. <laughs> no, even better. He finds out. A note that says, ha ha, I unleveled it, bitch. <laughs> uh, oh, this one's good. Actually, this one is working a little bit out of BTOD's favor. Tell me what your anti-collision test is. It's a desk. It ain't a Ford F-150, but okay. <laughs> I-, <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was his real response. No, he, he goes, push down on the desk as hard as you can if need be. Just imagine me, a mad lad, just ah! screaming as he's pushing down on this desk. I mean, I guess, because you need to know how much fucking force it'll take before it snaps back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. gravity. The desk I, I back assume in the anti-collision, though, in me, because that was their big point, was he doesn't even know what it means. I'm like, I don't think you know what it means. But okay, to me it makes it sound like if you're running, or at least walking, and you nudge the desk, it's not gonna send everything flying to the ground. Yeah, that's the most collision I think you should expect of a desk. Uh, let's see. Have you ever manufactured a standing desk? Uh, At my building, we do not manufacture standing desks. I assume because he's the reviewer. He's not the business- like- he ain't down there on the floor. He's top brass. Yeah, he's the guy. He's the guy that puts. He's talent, dude. He's at this the point, talent. did you graduate with a degree? I did not. Which uh, they are once again being like, he didn't even graduate from college. I'm like, fucking Steve Jobs didn't. Did he? Was he no, one of them? Steve fo- Jobs didn't. Uh, um, maybe Bill Gates didn't either. Einstein. There's a lot of people who didn't graduate from college. Yeah, exactly. So eat my butt. And then finally, did you do any type of work during that time period? I assume before his standing desk scheme got off the rails. I worked first for Pizza Hut. 
I was a delivery person. I was a favorite in my dorm because I always brought pizza home. You fucking rule, dude. And these ex-desk bastards are like, nah, fuck you, actually. Yeah, you're the fucking best. The best that I could hope for if I theoretically went to a restaurant to do maintenance on IT equipment, if that was possible. Yeah. It is, I get a free drink. Jesus. I'll get free pizza. Uh, the BTOD blog is Standing Desk Review website located at BTOD.com. That's not English, but okay. The company built a business around promoting false reviews that bash competitors and redirect buyers to their products. That's right. A competitor is writing bogus online reviews of competitors' products. BTOD gives their own vert desk 8.3 out of 10 stars. You know, I don't think, you know, no, I don't think they're that biased anymore that they're like, we made this and we couldn't even get a perfect score. I mean, yeah, that that is actually a mark of, and, and I mean, you could go deeper into the conspiracy that they're like, they release products that aren't as good and they review them lesser, but fuck, I, I don't see why you would do that. That just kind of strikes me as you have at least an honest reviewer. Uh, a search for BTOD reveals the following, and it's just a random-ass building in Wisconsin one bed, one bath, 2,220 square feet. Now, that's a business, Zillow. That is not a fucking... That is not a home to buy. Mm -hmm. uh, Did you... Uh, have you seen... Because I'm on BTOD's website right now. Yeah. And I just, I just decided to go down the rabbit hole. And their chair selection is buck wild. Okay. Let me look up BTOD, I guess. Uh, I, just the first thing I saw was shop active chairs. And I don't know what an active chair is, but I'm sure as hell <laughs> seeing a lot of stools, my dude. Oh, yeah, that's a... Oh, I like the Ballo active stool, which <laughs> does look like a big old butt plug. <laughs> These fucking stools that are just a stick in the ground pointed at an angle? <laughs> it's a fucking... They've got the kneeling chair that I'm pretty sure is something that you can only use in a gym. No, no, I used to own a kneeling chair. I actually don't hate them. They're pretty fucking dope. Like, only for moments at the time, because it gets your knees, but they're nice. Uh, are you on it currently? Can you go down and see the Verrier Gravity Ballons Zero Gravity Chair? That's $2,000. This is the thing. My roommate was showing me earlier today. Like, there's a series that Linus Tech Tips does where Intel gives... Him a thousand, like five thousand dollars actually, and each one of his employees uses that five thousand dollars to buy upgrades and shit. Yeah, and that's what I would buy if a random company just gave me five thousand dollars. Just be like, yeah, fool, give me that money. I'm gonna make me a fucking spacesuit, make me a spacesuit seat to sit in while I work at my standing desk. Or I'd get one of those uh, brickstone massage chairs. Oh, yeah, no, fuck, fuck the other one. I'm getting one of them. God, this is just such a... Is there anything else we need to add to our documentary about these two that wasn't in the... That wasn't from Tiger King? 
Um, I think we kind of got it, except I kind of would love it, though, if. Okay, bringing back to the Inauguration Day thing, because I'm going to keep coming back to it, is if the uh, both of the guys were arrested. So you got X-Desk and you got BTOD. X-Desk is the actual kind of like more villain villain in this one. Yeah. And BTOD is kind of the morally gray anti-hero. He's Venom. Yeah. And like... Which is the twist ending when the symbiote comes out of his skin. (laughs) He goes to fuck up Tom Holland because he bought an (laughs) X-Desk. And one day, like, BTOD guy gets his pardon the day after the other guy was expecting to get his. Oh, shit. And that one never comes, but BTOD walks out. Oh, that's good. That's very good. Now, I will say, I kind of want a full heel turn for BTOD guy at the very end, like a twist ending. Like, maybe throughout the whole thing, they've never been able to find the original prototype for the vert desk. But they've always said that it was exactly the same as Michigan, no, Minnesota guy. But couldn't find it. And then finally, he grants them an interview in his room. And on the room, in, in the wall, is the plans for the vert desk. And it's the exact same image. Oh, so at the in the end, we find out he really is a shitty person for plagiarizing. Like that. And then also maybe while he's gone, they take a look through his search history or like Amazon history and they click through and all it is is one star reviews for every standing desk that's not the vert desk. Okay. When you said they looked through his search history, I thought you were going to go a lot darker. How to murder someone. Jesus. But yeah, I like that idea. They both get arrested. I do love that concept of January 19th. He's sitting there going like, Oh, I know I'm I'm getting out today. Oh no, he doesn't get inside the limo. The very next day they're granted an interview with him. And during the interview from behind them, they hear a guard with keys opening up a cell. And who is it? That's right, it's BTOD guy walking behind them and smiling. <laughs> and you think it's a happy ending to the story until we learn. Of his of the fact that everything the X desk was accusing him of was true. He did it. Yeah, he did it, and he got away with it. That son of a bitch in this capitalist society. Uh, Reddit is uh, a lot of Reddit people are saying like, yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty biased, but he still covers a lot of stuff pretty well. So I, I it's so weird. This is so bizarre. Oh, fuck me. I'm finding it hard to concentrate now because I'm still thinking of those Brookstone massage chairs and trying to find a cheaper version that works just as well. Oh, God. Okay, hold on, hold on. eBay? (laughs) (laughs) How cheap do you think we can find a Brookstone? The problem is, for the price of one Brookstone massage chair, I can buy five Ninja Turtle arcade one-up arcade cabinets. 
So that's gonna I'm be. I'm glad you know that. <laughs> that's gonna be hard for me to pick between. Yeah, how many how many um, inflatable hot tubs can I buy? <gasps> oh, that's just a replacement unit. Oh wait. Oh, I could buy ten decent inflatable hot tubs for that same price. Now, what's our budget here on this chair? What's the most you're willing to spend on one of these big, big massage boys? Um, fuck me, uh, not a lot. I'm gonna like, say fi- willing to five hundo, five hundo. I think. Okay, I could see five hundo. Um. Oh, it's only showing me the cheapest stuff here. Let me. I guess highest price first is probably... I never use that option, but that's kind of the one we need to use, huh? Yeah, tell me how far it takes for you to get to a $500 option. Now, okay, this is brand new. It's not Brookstone, but it is an oversized leather massage recliner chair, heated, rocking, vibrating, 360-degree swivel. Ooh, I like the swivel. But it does not... what 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 are they what is this selling no there's no way there's no way this is real um electric full body shiatsu massage chair recliner heat stretched footrest new forty (laughs) dollars absolutely fucking not absolutely not (laughs) Send me that link, though. What is this? There's no way this is real. I, I I might try purchasing it just for fucking science at this point. It's and they've it's got a hundred percent positive feedback. Uh, Welcome to the next visit, good buyer. Nice buyer. Hope to deal with you again. Thanks for your order, good buyer. Oh, this is all them being a buyer. Uh, uh, am I missing here? I'm sending it to you on Facebook because it feels like I'm missing something. Four of them have been sold. I, I just I don't believe it. You got the money. Buy one of these. See what shows up at your door. I'm so fucking tempted to. Since the value of this item is too low. It is not worth to use register service. Therefore, there is no tracking number. If you cannot get the item within 30 to 40 days, please feel free to contact us. We will resend or refund the money to you. There's no fucking way. I just don't believe it. It's it's only $40, though, but it might be... So am I willing to risk 40 bucks for a scam or possibly a massage chair like the witch that I've wanted for years? All right, I'm doing it. It's <laughs> It's the it says it's an Osaki brand massage chair, which is a real thing. But it's how is it $40? Did they put a number in the wrong spot? Don't know. I'm getting ahead of it though. If they <laughs> did, if not, then fuck me, I guess. I'm really glad that I've got a fucking eBay account now. I'm doing this as we record. How? I'm trying to... Do we have a wait for the item? Maybe that's where they get you. Is the shipping and No, it says free shipping. Look, I know everyone here is here for a podcast, but like... 
We gotta get to the base of this now. We gotta figure this shit out now. Now. Um, actually, Scotty, we don't have to figure shit out until 30 days from the point that I have now ordered this <laughs> massage chair. <laughs> I, I, it may just be a footrest. Even then, that's not bad. Like, a footrest it would be nice, but, like, I just don't... It, 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 it just says the thing, though. It just says what it is. I can't believe that. No, yeah, because heat stress, like, because it, 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 it's got a footrest built in. I think we found our next fucking <laughs> documentary. We are we are uncovering this live. In the next documentary is how the fuck are they selling this? I don't know. Apparently, like, they only had eight available and they've already sold five one of which is to you is me it literally updated after i bought it <laughs> what are they selling for 40 dollars? it says recliner an osaki shiatsu recliner we're gonna fucking find out well what was awesome this week i guess um, other than this, uh, fuck, I don't, I don't know if I can even quantify something that is awesomer than what I just did, <laughs> even though it's probably gonna fail. I'm actually, it's FDA registered as a medical device. I'm gonna do a reverse image search, also iPods, that's what's awesome for me, but I'm gonna reverse image search this and see what comes up. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. This is just free shit after the end. S uh, special thanks to Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes for our theme song. Ric Flair off of Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes. Thank you, Tom, for everything that you've done for us by saying yes to the song and us using it. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Video on YouTube. And you can find me... The estimated delivery for this is February 4th, Scotty. So I should uh, expect this in, a like, a week. Yeah? Uh, BS Network. BS Shows. F you can find God, me on Michael's Twitter at so Scotty... If I order one of these... You can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O, buy all the podcasts, fuck, on Amazon, no, a load of purebs.com, listen to fun fiction, listen to, okay, I found it on Amazon and it's a thousand dollars, and it doesn't have good reviews, but you did get it at a discount. <laughs> Your boy got it at a discount, Okay. There is a possibility that I've thought of because my uncle is a trucker. So if you are somebody who is carrying massive quantities of uh, any type of product, if it is broken to a certain extent or if the um, packaging is damaged, then the retailer will not accept it and you're stuck with it. You don't pay anything for it. But what if this just happened and somebody like got eight massage chairs that they wanted to sell? Maybe? But also the brand names don't match up. But it is a $40 massage chair. It's going to be like a $40 
box of shit isn't you're it? gonna get a broken massage chair um please support us on patreon so we can so plate can afford to send this massage chair back um patreon.com slash load of bs we have tons of exclusive content including you paid for this where we watch terrible movies and commentate over them or in this month's case watch a movie that actually turned out to be the greatest thing in existence because we watched scoob and holy shit scoob fucking ripped oh don't spoil it that is right but uh of course also buy our merch merch.loadofprbs.com i'm sorry we got so distracted at the end but this 40 dollar massage chair fucked us up it fucked us up worse worse than me watching a man give a deposition on standing desk <laughs> but as always i, I just want to know what? if i'll get it or not remember to follow us on twitter at a load of pure bs except no substitutes and we will see you next week <laughs>